Hey friend, welcome to the Start Scared Podcast, where in our hearts we are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives, but the start is what always seems to stop us, but not anymore. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, teacher, health and wellness coach, and a recovering perfectionist. Together, we're going to do those things that God has put on our hearts, even though it may be hard. We're going to start messy and start scared because we have to be willing to suck a little in order to become great. I can't tell you how stoked I am that you're here. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey friend, thank you so much for being here today. I am so incredibly grateful for you. I know I say that every single time, but I really, really am. I am just so incredibly grateful for all of your support for this podcast. I am truly humbled and blown away by all of the feedback that I've gotten and the sweet messages that you've sent me on, on Instagram and on Facebook. And I'm just so incredibly grateful for you. So before we get started, I wanted to share a super sweet review that we got recently. This is from Ali Z. She said, start scared is positivity with a side of realism, enthusiastic and hardworking with a side of grace, generosity with a side of self, self-worth and love. This is what Christy brings to her podcast. I have learned so much from her. Thank you so much, Allie. Like, for taking the time out of your day to, one, not only listen to this podcast and to me ramble from my closet with my messy bun on, a messy bun in and no makeup on, but also taking the time to write a review. I just, you have no idea how much it means to me. And so if you could, if I could ask you, I'd be honored if you would go and rate and review on your listening platform. This is actually the biggest way to help with our visibility and getting this message out to even more women who need to hear it. So scroll all the way to the bottom, hit the stars or take a minute to write what you love or what you've learned from the podcast. And maybe I'll read it on an upcoming episode, but know that I read every single one of them, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but I truly appreciate you taking the time to, one, not only listen to to this, but to also to write a review and let us know or let me know how you're vibing with um, this little project that we've got going on that just kind of started as it was on my heart, sounded like something fun to do. Um, I felt like I needed a hobby outside of being a teacher and a health and wellness coach and a mom. I needed something that was just for me. And I am a, I'm an introvert really. And um, making small talk and talking to people really kind of stresses me out. It makes me sweat in all the places, makes me super nervous. I never know what to say if I'm saying anything correctly. And then yeah, it, I'm a mess, but I love this platform because I can talk to you And I don't know if you think that I'm crazy or I don't know if you think that I'm nuts or you're rolling your eyes at me um, because I can't see that. (laughs) So that makes this introvert feel a lot better. So I say what I need to say. I close down the microphone and I leave. And the fact that you guys are getting something out of what I have to say and that you're enjoying it really means a lot to me coming from an introvert like me or a recovering perfectionist like me who really needed a swift kick in the pants to even start this podcast because I don't feel qualified. I'm not qualified to do this or I don't think that I'm qualified. And, you know, like I told you in episode one, I, I don't know what to say. And I don't know if you're, if you're going to vibe with what I have to say, or I want to make sure that I'm coming up with content that that's relatable to you, that you, um, that you can connect with, you know? And so, I don't know if what I have to say in my little brain is something that you need to hear. And so 
to get the reviews and to get the feedback that I've gotten really solidifies that I'm in the right space. And so thank you. All of that to say a big, huge thank you. (laughs) Um, And also one more thing, um, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any of the episodes as they come out. Okay, got it. All right, so today I wanna talk to you about the power of following your gut and the fact that nothing is permanent, which is honestly a really new concept for me because um, things not being permanent uh, or being able to pivot or change your mind is a totally new concept because I just thought that you decided what you wanted to do and that's what you did for the rest of your life, right? So let me tell you a little story. For as long as I can remember, I wanted to be a teacher. Since I was five, I wanted to be just like my kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Brown. I would play school with my stuffed animals and I would create grading charts on poster boards. I would beg my teachers to let me grade their papers after I finished all my assignments, of course, because I turned them in nice nice and perfectly and quickly. <laughs> I especially remember wanting to grade papers in my second grade class because Mrs. Flanagan had the coolest crayon pens that I got to use. Do you remember those? I don't know if you've ever used them. You unwrap the top to sharpen the crayon. Anyway, I thought they were so awesome. She had them in black and red, and I always wanted to use the red one. Anyway, I went to college in St. Augustine, Florida at Flagler College, go Saints, to double major in deaf education and elementary education, because at the time, I wanted to be a deaf high school uh, deaf high school teacher. I started um, taking sign classes when I was in third grade with my mom and my aunt, and I just loved the language. And as soon as I could start taking classes in high school, unfortunately, you couldn't take them as a freshman. So as soon as I could start taking them as a sophomore, I did. And I just fell in love with the language and the culture. And I, I never wanted to be a mom. I never babysat. I didn't really like kids at the time. Um, and so I wanted to be a deaf high school teacher. But as I went through my schooling, And then when I completed my internship in a third grade hearing classroom, I knew that that's where I belonged. I belonged in a public hearing school elementary classroom. Crazy switch. Couldn't get any more different (laughs) in the education department. So after graduation, I knew I wanted to move back to my hometown. And I didn't know the first thing about getting a big girl job. Right. Even though I lived in this town my whole life, I went to um, I went to kindergarten through 12th grade, all in um, LISD. And then I moved away for four years and then I wanted to come back and I wanted to get a job in LISD where I spent all of my schooling and where I graduated from, because it's such an amazing um, district. So, you know, not super small anymore, but it was small and um, it was just kind of like a small town atmosphere and So many of the teachers knew each other. Um, And so I just really wanted to get back home to my parents, which is crazy. Total another story. I should do a podcast on my relationship with my parents. But anyway, surprised that I even wanted to come back. But I did. And um, I figured that since I had gone to schools in this district from kindergarten through graduation, that that would help my case. Right. And the fact that my best friend's dad was a well-known elementary PE teacher. And that would also help me get my foot in the door. So I kind of went into trying to get a job with those two things on my side. So at this point. Our district didn't have the extensive interviewing and vetting process that they do now. So while I was home for a week during the summer, my best friend and I went to the admin office to talk to the head head of HR. And girl, I was shaking and sweating and I didn't feel qualified, even though I had credentials from an amazing school. My um, school is actually nationally known for their deaf ed program even though that's not what I wanted to um, apply for, it did still look good on my resume if you knew about the program. 
Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I don't remember all of the details, but I ended up getting a face-to-face -face interview with the head of HR. And while I was sitting in front of her, she said, I think I know the perfect place for you. So she picked up the phone and she called a principal at an elementary school to tell her all about me. The principal asked me to come in to interview that day, like straight from HR to the school to interview with the principal. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, sure. So armed with the portfolio in my binder with page protectors <laughs> that I made in college and the biggest ups upset tummy, I went to a school that I had never heard of to interview for a third grade language arts position. I fell in love with the principal and I will forever be indebted to her as she offered this fresh-faced college graduate scared out of her mind a big girl job. I spent six years teaching third grade language arts and then three more years teaching all of the subjects, being a self-contained classroom in third grade, on the best team I could ever dream of. And girl, yes, some days were hard. Teaching is not easy, but the men and the women on my team became my family. And I will always remember the amazing times we had together. We would have monthly get-togethers um, on the weekends, themed parties. And really, when you... When you become friends and family with your coworkers, it makes you guys that much tighter and it makes you work that much better together. I never really understood the, these are my coworkers and these are my friends. You spend so much time with your coworkers that why not make them your friends? And so they were friends who became family and I'm just always grateful for them and how much I absolutely adore them. At the end of year seven, my seventh year of teaching, my principal, who I loved, who hired me right out of college, left to open a new school and took about a quarter of our campus with her. Because I was so fearful of rejection, I didn't even apply for the opportunity to leave and go with her. I remember her asking me why I didn't apply. And I told her because I wouldn't be able to handle it if she didn't want me. She gave me a big hug and said, of course I wanted you. So yes, those feelings of fear kept me stuck, but it also led me to something else. The new principal who took over was extremely different. She was very, very nice, um, but she ran the school a lot differently than my previous principal. And because she didn't know us as teachers, she didn't give us as much freedom as we were used to. Um, the summer before I began, began my ninth year, I became pregnant. This was also a year that I had one of my hardest classes behaviorally, and the environment of my team and my campus was very damaging to my mental health. I knew that no matter what, I could not stay in third grade on that campus anymore. So I thought I had two options. One, move to the newest campus that was opening in the fall as a third grade teacher, or two, move to second grade at my current campus to be with three of my good friends. I knew that I could handle the load of learning a new curriculum with the help of them, but it was those two options and that was it, right? I couldn't stay where I was. So I interviewed for a job at the new campus when I was seven days postpartum. It was a mess. Needless to say, I did not get the job and I was crushed because who did get the job at the new campus? All three of my friends who I wanted to teach second grade with. And guess who was moved to second grade at my current campus with no one she knew when she was going to be a brand new first time mom when she didn't know the curriculum and who was already feeling overwhelmed, scared, stressed, and unworthy? You got it, me. <laughs> this was another blow that literally brought me to my knees and I didn't know what I was going to do. 
So I ended up applying for a position as an intervention specialist. We had this position at our campus. So I knew that they, I knew what they did and they got to work with small groups of kids in math and reading every day. And that was right up my alley because small group time was always my favorite time in the classroom. So at this point, I didn't think it would go anywhere. And it didn't. <laughs> As the school year was coming to an end, I still didn't know what was go- what I was going to do. God kept speaking to me and saying to resign. Nothing in me, nothing in me wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Those who are are superheroes in my eyes. But that job title is not for me. God did not give me the ability to teach my own child at home and stay home with him. Um we both need to socialize outside of each other. And so I I was still, I was still holding out hope that I would be called for an interview for the intervention specialist position. But as the summer rolled on, the July deadline to resign was coming closer and closer. And God continued to tell me to resign. And girl, I cannot tell you how scared I was to do that. I would lose not only the only job I've ever had, but my paycheck and my health insurance. What was going to happen? My husband knew that my mental health was suffering in a major way at my current campus, but my mental health was also struggling with trying to figure out how to make it work financially without that job. We had to choose our hard, right? We all have to choose our hard. Everything is hard in this life. So with shaking hands, <laughs> sweating armpits, butterflies in my stomach, and while on vacation in Pennsylvania with my mom, bonus daughter, and four-month-old Bruce, I resigned from the district that I attended kinder through 12th grade and where I had worked for nine years. Like I said, I had no idea what was going to happen. I was scared to death, but I kind of knew, and Frank always knows, God always provides. Four days later... I got a call to interview for an intervention specialist position. Guess where? The new school that I had applied to in March and where I didn't get the job. And after a few days of waiting and overanalyzing and praying, I found out that I got the job. I have been an intervention specialist for six years, and I absolutely love it. Working with small groups of struggling readers and mathematicians every single day makes my heart so incredibly full. The demands of the job are very different than those of a classroom teacher, but one thing that I love the most is that when I leave for the day, I don't bring any work home with me. I fully believe that this was 100% orchestrated by God. Had I not trusted him to provide and then resign my teaching contract, even though I was scared shitless, I never would have gotten an interview because I was already committed to a position somewhere else. They would have hired someone who was outside of the district. So with all of this said, if there is something on your heart, if you are not happy where you are, nothing is permanent. Learn to listen and to trust that voice. Whether you believe it's God, the universe, your intuition, whatever, it all happens in your gut. It is there for a reason. So lean in, get still, and listen to it. You don't have to keep doing that thing that drags you down or stay in a place that makes you want to poke your eyeballs out. You are allowed to change your mind. You are allowed to pivot. And to quote Bryant McGill, you have permission to walk away from anything that doesn't feel right. Trust your instincts and listen to your inner voice. It is trying to protect you. 
Girl, you've got this. And I pray you got something out of this today. And again, thank you so incredibly much for being here. So until next time, I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared podcast. If you found anything valuable today, I would be honored if you shared it with a friend who might also find value in it or share it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you for spreading this message. I am so grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you, girl. I'll talk to you soon.